0: Laura, did you catch me yawning on that?
1: I did not put you up. I was like, ooh, I'm so man, glad I'm I did. I'm
0: tired as hell. This child, <laughs> this young child of mine, the 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 youngest one, he's going you through growing pains. You did. Man, it. he woke up three times last night. I'm like, yo, dad's gotta get up early, man. He gotta be up till midnight working on Friday. Come on. He don't care. All right, what yeah, he don't care. Clearly. He just told me to shut the bleep up and kept crying and waking up. All right, what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes. From wherever you are, Laura. Yes, sir.
1: So talking about sleep, you know, you didn't get any, but you might be able to oh. get some here. Oh, and I'm talking about sleep, Elsie. Okay, so mm. Disney. <laughs> before, <laughs> you know, I'm- I mean, I was going to say, say you. yo, I'm <laughs> taking girl. You <laughs> so know, so clarify,
2: girl. You need to clarify. I did. I did. Yeah.
1: You know. Okay. okay so- don't
2: <laughs> queer a Go ahead.
1: So Disney announced that they are opening, or when they're opening their Star Wars hotel. And uh, their price tag was a little high. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> I can dabble here and there, you know. And I love me some Disney. You guys know I love me some Mickey. But six thousand dollars for two nights? Oh that's a whoa. little tough. But, whoa. but, but, what do you get for that? Ooh. You Which get planet a hat.
2: You on with that? What happened? Which planet do you go
0: on with? That? Well, I don't know. I was going to say, do you, does C-3PO <laughs> like? Is he your personal butler? Like, what happens here? You know what I mean?
1: So it's, um, it is a galactic star cruiser based hotel so you literally feel like you're in star wars they're literally (laughs) okay transforming you like you're in it so i was like you know what if i if i could because you know right now i can't but if i could afford it i would totally do it because i love going to disneyland and going into like the star wars theme that they built i was just like i'm not like a huge Star Wars person, but you go in there, you become a fan. Okay. It is so beautiful. And when I go into the ride, I'm like, Ooh, I'm really in this battleship. So if they could do that with just a ride, I can just imagine what they could do with the hotel.
3: Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. You know, for me, I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. A lot of people are into Star Wars. Okay. And a lot of people grew up on Star Wars and they're grown adults and they're still into Star Wars.
2: Um, Well, it's not a kid's movie. I feel no. the shade coming through. It's not a children's
3: movie. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, kids watched it when they were little, and now they're grown adults, and they still are really into it. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't get it. I still don't get it. You know, like I, I saw Star Wars as a kid, and I was like, hey, great movie. Now I've tried to go back and watch the original Star Wars as an adult with my kids. Horrible movie. So I, I can't say that I would ever spend six grand to go play Star Wars for a couple of nights.
1: I would, and I'm not a big fan. The hotel opened spring 2022, and it's basically, like like I said, a revolutionary two-night stay. So I would be down to pay the six grand if I had it. Why not? I do. I spend dumb stuff, money on dumb stuff. Like, why not have an experience?
2: Exactly. Just saying. Exactly. I don't know, I don't know if I would drop six grand right off the bat. You right. Know, now, if y'all buy my novel and number one for like a few hundred weeks or something, then yeah, I would do it. But as of right now, I would not necessarily spend six grand, but Cap, I understand where you're coming from. Um, there are a lot of things that are in the larger culture that people are into that I don't you know, get into or whatever. So I'm not gonna dish you on that. I'm just gonna simply say that one of the reasons why those of us who saw Star Wars as a kid still identify with Star Wars now it's because the larger themes of the movie still mean something to us now. The themes of the movie mean something. Like what? Oh, I don't know. Parental relationships. Fighting for something that you believe in, no matter the odds that are facing against you. Believing in something bigger than yourself. There was a very metaphysical aspect to all of the movies. Um, those of us who are spiritual-slash-religion could identify with it. Yoda was dropping bombs left and right. He was like a, a walking Oprah, though Oprah's already walking. <laughs> he so was, yeah. yeah. I mean, he spoke was like funny, a sitting but, you know. Oprah, yeah. yeah, you know, green Oprah. How about that? He was a green <laughs> Oprah. He was.
0: He was. Uh, all right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Real quick, Kawhi has re-signed with the Clippers earlier today.
2: Not good for they you. They
0: added Justice Winslow. I like Justice Winslow if he's healthy, but, you know, he hasn't been very mm-hmm. healthy. Um, he's an excellent defender and still mm-hmm. very young. Um, but this Kawhi thing, LZ, you know, in Cap, we've been talking about Kawhi for a long time. And, you know, we talked about it yesterday a lot, actually, when, you know, Kendrick Perkins said what he said about him. And, you know he is a dude that walks to a different beat. Like that's been something that people have always said, but ah, there is, it it sits differently this time around. I I feel like, you know, because while I don't think he cost his team anything because the cap, it didn't cause them anything from a cap ramification standpoint, really. Um, It just like, to me, there should be a, a sense of, he's all in with us and it, it feels like he's not right like i'll give you an example mm-hmm. lebron james right signed mm-hmm. an extension out of the blue remember last year we didn't even re- we were like whoa what happened there like that whoa okay you know what i mean like anthony davis signed his extension but the lebron one was like a little bit of a surprise cuz it wasn't really necessary at that time but it was like it showed he's all in, right? Even during this free free agency period, right? You saw guys sign extensions, Steph Curry, Jimmy Butler, Trey Young, right? They didn't have to sign those extensions this offseason, but it showed a commitment by both the player and the team. And when you take this long, like way after everybody else, like one thing is to do it, like remember when he was a free agent, free agent, everybody was like, oh, what's he going to do? Because it was like his summer, and he never had his summer. And I get that. It's your day at the prom, right? But, like, this was not that. This was weird, I thought. And it feels like less of a commitment. And I, 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 I feel icky even saying that because I don't know him. But I'm just saying from the 30,000-foot view, it feels that way.
2: Well, do we have that Kendrick Perkins clip?
1: We do. I got you.
2: Can you play that, please? Um that I have with Kawhi Leonard. They have this old saying that goes around the country of America, right? The United States, and it's not not just in the South. Kawhi Leonard is a guy that throws stones and hides his hand, all right. And when it comes down to it, we have been letting him off the hook for too long. We have been letting him off the hook for too long, and he's a guy that flies under the radar that has been doing sneaky stuff, been doing, been getting catered to, and just because he's quiet, we don't address him. We're looking at this situation with him and Russell Westbrook. This is supposed to be your homie this is a confidential conversation you don't use this conversation or ignore this this brother phone call to go lure paul george to come to the clippers lz i mean one perk is just outstanding period yes right? of course Can you, you just do. agree he's a national treasure and probably should have a statue somewhere wherever city he played and he wants one you should get one With that being said, I also believe he's one gazillion percent correct. To your point, George, you know, he's been what he did to the Lakers, you could say was strategic. What he did to the Clippers, you can say was nonsensical. It was it hurt him. It hurt his franchise because it prevented them from having to be able to figure things out and really actively participate in this past season in this upcoming season's free agency market, right? And you're like, well, what's the end game for you in this? And it feels like whatever the end game he's operating in, it is separate from the outcome of championship. It is separate from the outcome of franchise building. And it's kind of separate from the outcome of legacy building, to be quite honest with you. We're the ones, we, i.e. the media, are the ones that heaped all these accolades onto him after Toronto without really looking at what he did post-Toronto. Because we were still stuck on Toronto. Oh my God, he gets traded to the team leading to a championship. He's the best player. Blah, 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 without really being thoughtful and saying, well, yes, he did lead a team to the championship, but it was a team that damn near won 60 games a year before he got there. So it wasn't a broke down team that he led, it was an excellent team that he was the missing piece that got them over the hump. Then he goes to the Clippers and he's working behind the scenes. While we're still in front of the camera saying he doesn't need any help and he's not trying to build a super team, he's quietly behind the scenes doing exactly that, trying to get a super team together. Though I hate that phrase, that's a phrase people want to use, fine, I'll deal with it. He's trying to do a super team. Then he disses Russ and uses that information to get Paul George, who all of a sudden decided he always wanted to be a clipper, even though he always wanted to play with Kobe, even though he always wanted to be a senator, or a Spur, every time, you know what I'm saying. So... <laughs> There's an aspect to Kawhi's off-the-court legacy that doesn't get the same scrutiny as other players, starting with LeBron, but there are other players like KD gets way more scrutiny. And, you know, we can go down the line in terms of players that if they did exactly what Kawhi did, will be viewed and talked about differently. So I'm glad that Perk said what he said. I'm glad you said what you said, George, because it is about time that if you're going to be one of those dudes then we need to also be critical of what you do like one of those dudes and not just give you a pass because you're quiet
3: i think that's exactly the point though is that because he's quiet everyone has given i say everyone i mean mostly the media has given him this pass he's cute he's quiet he's likable you know, he's a, he's a mid-round, first-round choice. No one really thought he was ever going to be a star. And he goes to San Antonio, and it's the perfect team for him because he's a defensive-minded player, and he's a gym rat, and he's a work-hard kind of guy, and he doesn't have anything to say, and he's not controversial. So people liked him because he's on a likable team. Then he goes to Toronto, and everybody's like, wow. Okay, not only was he a champion in San Antonio, but that was somebody else's team. Um, this became his team. Wow, wow. Kawhi, is, he's a top-five player. He's one of the best players in the world. Hey, he can shut down LeBron. I mean, people, they, they wanted to find reasons to like Kawhi because he's not LeBron and he's not KD, and, and so there were lots of reasons why people decided they wanted to like him, mostly, in my opinion, because he never had anything to say. There was never any controversy around him. Now you show up with the Clippers. Now there's all these other stories, and here's what I think, guys. I think the tide has turned. I think it was he's so nice and likable and quiet and we can't even get him to crack a smile or talk. Now people are finding out that, you know, maybe behind the scenes he's been playing a game of Survivor all the time and he's stabbing people in the back. And I think that when you play in San Antonio and in Toronto, maybe these kind of things don't get out. They don't become big stories. But when you play in L.A., even for the Clippers, they do. And I'll tell you, man, I bet it was a rude awakening for Kawhi when he showed up after he signed with the Clippers and he's at a, and he's at a Rams game at the Coliseum, and they put him up on the big screen thinking, yo, I'm home, I played for the Clippers, show me the love, and the whole place erupted in booze. You know, why? Maybe because he screwed over the Lakers, maybe because he signed with the Clippers, but it was a rude awakening for him that the, 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 the nice, cute, quiet Kawhi that everybody likes so much is a whole different level of scrutiny in this media market versus others and i think i think the days of everybody just saying how great he is and how nice he is and he's so non-controversial i think those days are long gone i think the tide has turned against Kawhi leonard
0: yeah no i don't think there's any question about that all right lz's last day we're taking more calls 877 710 uh hit us up 877 710 we'll
4: do that on the other side we're back in about two minutes Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
3: International Beer Day. I'm going to just pass on one thing, okay? Um, I've all of a sudden gotten into a new Mexican lager. I love Mexican lagers. I like Corona. I like Pacifico. I like Modelo. I like them all, you know? But I got into a new one recently, Stone Brewing Buena Vesa. Oh, oh man! Light, okay. crispy, crushable, refreshing. So on International Beer Day, from someone who's you know only a moderate beer drinker but loves Mexican lagers, Stone Buena Vesa es muy bien.
0: Okay, excellent, excelente.
2: Which is it gassies. is International
0: Beer Day? LZ, is there you? You don't drink beer, do you?
2: Um, on occasion. Um, I don't like all the the carbonation. It makes my belly swell. I don't respond well to it. But Mm -hmm. when I do drink beer, I drink it like my coffee. Dark. Black. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. you you want like Guinness? Yeah. I mean, Guinness is a little light for me. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm drinking tar, basically. (laughs) I just like a real strong, bold flavor, which I guess makes sense considering everything else in my life is all big and loud and bold. So, like my man. So... (laughs) I just like a really good dark, dark beer. I'll, I'll do an occasional summer ale. There's a uh, Bell's uh, Oberon, which is outstanding. And a couple Ooh, others, Oberon is like so that. good. So good. Wait, what'd you say? Oberon is so good. it's oh, so good, man. Yeah. It's so good. But I'm not even speaking, a beer person, and I think it's great. My favorite beer in the world, is called Dragon's Milk. You've told me this before, yes. Man, Dragon's Milk is it's for grown folks is now. <laughs> For grown folks, I was like, wait,
1: wait, wait, what is this I don't know about? Sounds like I'm going to
2: throw up, man. If you ain't grown, don't even think about it.
1: Oh, I'm grown. You can tell me later.
2: All right. I'm just telling you right now. I've seen bad things happen to folks who thought they were grown going into Dragon's Milk, and then they got to be put in a cab later.
1: I'm just Mexican. Like, I can handle.
2: Okay. You've been forewarned. All right. All
1: right,
0: cool. international oh, all
2: beer right. day. Everybody
0: got,
4: quiet. Everybody, Everybody, got quiet. Everybody got quiet. Everybody, Everybody got scared. I didn't <laughs> say
2: Candy Man. I just <laughs> said Dragon's
3: milk. Everybody
4: got
2: all scared and stuff.
3: Everybody got <laughs> just <laughs> tried, like, oh man, <laughs> yeah. am I grown? Greg, am are I you not beer, grown? beer or no beer?
5: No <laughs> beer. I don't, I don't drink a lot of beer anymore. But when I do, I drink uh, I drink Kona Kona Longboard. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to oh, say I what I do. I drink You know, you were going to go with the. commercial. When I do,
5: yes. Where
2: are you going on vacation, by the way, G? He's glamping. Oh, he's doing the glamping. Yeah, I'm doing the glamping.
5: Thing. I thought of we shamed course. you out of that for a real <laughs> trip. <throw. laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gone for a full a full week. Saturday to Sunday. I, I'm gonna I be gone too, was... guys, just
1: letting you know.
3: Oh, you're not
2: to Where are you going you be gramping I... too? Are you guys gramping together? Oh, hell no. I'm just checking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just trying to make Greg sweat before he leaves on vacation. I got I got <laughs> No, no, no. We
5: we need we need you here next week. Don't with his heart like
3: that. I thought there was a chance that you're your glamping was going to get canceled because of the smoke in the re- in the region. yeah. There
5: is a oh, lot. There yeah. is a bu- yeah. There's three fires up there right near Highmount where where I'm kind of going the Trinity Mountains and it's we are still going the camp itself. They have some decent air quality, so we're supposed to be okay. Up
2: there. But I mean, you're glamping. Don't you have your own fire department?
5: <laughs> yes, very much so. It's all open air. Everything is there. There's no you're sleeping under the stars, man. I, okay.
3: Okay. disconnecting too hon no phone no computer
5: zero zero does not exist you cannot get a hold of me if you tried i was going
2: to ask you to send us smoke signals let you know you're okay but i'm not sure if we can differentiate how are we going to know you're all right
5: you won't you won't know you have to just guess if it comes through is with like a a b i don't know
2: that's okay may have another change
5: (laughs) it's very possible i may not make it back they may close me in
3: I like the way you say so when you we leaving? won't be able to get kidding. a hold of you. We, we won't be able to get a hold of you. Will you be able to get a hold of us? Like, does anybody no. text more than this guy? Like, seriously, 5,000 texts a day. They start at 7 o'clock in the morning.
5: Yeah,
2: and they just start, start early. He's
3: productive. It's yeah, the producer's
1: well, yeah.
2: job. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, like, Laura. That's what he's supposed to do. Mm. I would be I very uncomfortable story. if he didn't text me till 11. Right? I'd be like, <laughs> right. what you doing, Greg? What, what are you doing? doing? <laughs> is are he prepared for the show?
5: Is right? he gramping? What is he at? <laughs> <He laughs> that's what I'm saying. At least you understand. Thank you, Elsie. Yeah.
1: You're welcome.
2: I'll forget. And Laura. Thank I, you, I thank you very like much, Laura. I get up like 4 or 4.30, and I'll forget everyone's not like me. And so I'll start answering or sending stuff, you know, just in my normal work day and every now and then like Key is really good for this key shot to be like, Oh man, why are you up? Go to bed. And I know. he's in the East Coast saying this to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You know, it's it's part of the gig, I think, Greg. It's part of the gig.
5: Yeah, it is. And you know what? I just everybody's been saying goodbye to you, so I want to say something too. So, oh one, that's nice. No, well, thank I mean, you, You couldn't
1: wait till the end of the segment. Let the people talk first.
5: You
2: couldn't slip me like some money? and just, like, <laughs>
5: no, no. no, no. <laughs> I mean, it, it'll be quick. I got you. It was like one of the few things that are, not the few things, one of the many things that I love about you is how dedicated you are to all of this and how much you were dedicated to the station, too. Uh, one of the main things that I've seen you do is when Kobe Bryant died, it was extremely, extremely sad, obviously. And you were gone. You were on vacation. You were with your husband. And you called and said, I'm flying down here to L.A. And you flew down in the middle of it. I think it was his 50th birthday. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was his 50th birthday. And you flew down to be in studio, to be a part of this station and to be a part of what was going on here. And I've always admired that and appreciated it. So I'm going to miss you a a hell of a lot, LZ. So thank you for everything.
2: Thanks, G. Thank you. Could you tell that to my husband? Because I think he's still a man. (laughs)
3: there you go yeah I got you he he
2: didn't feel Kobe the way I did he was like you doing what (laughs) All right, let's go to
0: Vincent in Baldwin Park what's up Vincent right, Eric my bad Eric in LA
6: hello yeah real quick about the Dodgers man you know uh, as long as Udius is, is closing things out like last year and you keep Kenley far and away from high leverage situations I will be comfortable and confident in that and not only that, you're adding Scherzer to the mix. So you can conceivably pitch Bueller and Scherzer four times in a seven game series. So um L Z, are you there, my man? Yes, sir. Dude, I ain't gonna miss you, dog. You know, for me personally, I'm gonna miss your your intellect, your humor, your your unique voice and, and unique perspective on, on anything and everything, not just sports. You know, you you are you from my generation, so I'm gonna miss all your references. I want to miss the fact that I can call up and, and bring up Al Sure and you don't give us a, a, te- a ten minutes opulent uh, uh, story about how you get him and, and El Bar's mixed up. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm a native Angelino, and you are you are you will forever be an Angelino in my heart. And <clears throat> I tell you what, if you ever decide you want to change the world and, and decide to run for any sort of office. You will forever have my vote,
2: man. Love you, bro. Oh, thank you, man. That means a great deal. And I, I, I will promise you this: um, I'm just changing vehicles. I'm still on the same journey. That's the you know that's the way I've been telling people. It's like I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to do me. The things that you thought I felt was important to me on this station will be important to me away from the station, away from this network. Um, the only thing you that I would just say is that. Um, I'm not running for office because I don't want to be compromised. And when you run for office, you have to be compromised. That's just the nature of the beast. And I don't want to be compromised. I want to be true to the game. And I feel that's important for me. And the words you just said makes me feel as if that's important to you and all the listeners. So you don't have to worry about me running for office, but I'll always still be on this journey, grinding away. Trying to do the best I can to try to make the world a better place for the next generation. So, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. All
0: right. Let's let's uh, let's keep it going. Let's talk to Anthony in LA. Anthony, what's up? Anthony. Yo, what's up, guys? What's up, hey. Anthony? Hey, what's up?
6: Hey, I was lucky to get on the air with you guys yesterday and talk about the booty pads, but I just want to know I don't know if I'm I tripping, but did I hear Cap say that Kawhi Leonard was cute?
2: He did say he was cute. I right. let that slide. Oh, yeah, no, I, I let know that slide, that. dog. You caught it. that?
0: I, he's <laughs> cute. I caught that twice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, LC, we're on the same page, my boy. We're on the same page. <laughs> I let that slide because I was like, you know what? It's your last day. Just let him live. <laughs>
3: well, you know what I <laughs> yeah. meant by it was? What I meant was is like, look, you got LeBron, right? And LeBron is, is like he's just he's intense, you know? And then you got a guy like KD who will talk to anybody on Twitter and he he can kind of get you know chippy, and and Kawhi is so quiet that everybody's like you know what he's such a nice guy and he's quiet and he's cute. I mean that, that's the way I perceive it, you know. And is that is it? People nobody would it's ever wax. dare have any criticism for Kawhi until now. Finally.
6: Yeah. Hey, LZ. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I just want to say, man, I think it's pretty dope that you have all these callers, you know, calling wishing you the best. You know, that must be a really good feeling you know, to hear, and no one deserves it more than you, my boy. So, uh, like I said, I said it yesterday. I wish you the best, man. But, hey, quick question, LZ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Indiga, or, indiga or
0: sativa?
2: Come on. Yes. Come on. There you go. Yeah, that's a great yes. answer. Is Thank you, Anthony. What Appreciate point? it. Oh, no, I, I, I just
0: told you, yes. I, I do yeah, both. them
2: both at the same, right. you know, rate. You're a hybrid. I, I, but I don't do hybrid, though. Really? No, hybrid feels like you can't make up your mind. <laughs> right so i I actually smoke them both um at the same clip, so I don't love one more than the other. It's just you know i just i it's just a mood thing when I'm feeling at that moment, but it's never an always I do this versus that, but I don't okay. really mess with hybrid okay
3: see i uh, never I never mess with indica always sativa always never mess with indica and in fact, by my bed, I've got some indica just like if I couldn't sleep i've got but I never use it ever okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, snap. Breaking news. <laughs> no, really, that's breaking news. Oh, tell us. Yeah. Frank Vogel just signed his contract extension. Come on, really? Boom. See, Boom. Kawhi, that, look how quick that was. Boom. Yes. I didn't know he was right. eligible. Did he sign ahead of time? I mean, well, he was going into one last year,
0: so there was that. So, you know, he had a three-year deal originally. So,
2: all right, coming up next, we'll take more of your cost
0: bus. everyone's favorite segment, the most popular segment on the show, Big Deal or No Deal. We got that coming up in three minutes.
4: Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
0: Speaking of big deals, a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. What's right, Greg?
5: All right, Sedano. So Carmelo Anthony does a live stream called "What in Your Glass?" What's in your glass? And the next episode drops tomorrow with Dwayne Wade. Mello put out a teaser of it today, and it had some interesting revelations that I didn't know. Laura, can you hit it for me? So is Mello not actually being on the banana boat a big deal or no deal? I mean, you're asking me. Yeah.
0: Um, did you hear I mean I heard what Dwayne said Dwayne's right just embrace it bro you were on that vacation you weren't on that actual banana boat but you were on the vacation so yeah Gab took your spot for that particular picture but I'm sure you rode that damn boat at some point
2: that's it listen man you may not have been on the boat but you're on the team so (laughs) (laughs) Give me the team versus the boat because no one gives chips for the boat, but you're getting the chip right now, man. So it's all good. That's funny, though.
3: Yeah, no deal for me, man. I I got nothing on you on this, Greg. It's just no deal. Like, none of it it doesn't even sound interesting, really, to me. Well, you don't watch
5: the league, so that's part of it.
3: That's true. That's true. No shame there. Not trying to shame
5: you. I just thought it was interesting because they've always been known about the banana boat crew. Right. He actually It wasn't is, it on is
2: it. funny because you do just naturally assume that Mello was on that boat. Right. But.
5: Uh, anyway, next, Laura. All right, LZ. Uh, LeBron James Spring Hill Company and will produce a film for Netflix about I can't speak. Will produce a film for Netflix about a N- Native American style of basketball commonly known as res ball which is short for reservation ball and is a style of basketball specific to native American reservations that involves transition play, aggressive defense, quick scoring and strategic pressure meant to force half court traps. The film is described as Friday night lights meets Hoosiers and follows the Chuska warriors, a native American high school basketball team from Chuska, New Mexico that must band together after losing their star player. If they want to keep their quest for a state championship alive, is this a big deal or no deal?
2: It's a humongous, gungus deal. Huge deal. To be able to showcase aspects of the Native American culture that obviously has very little, if any, presence in the larger cultural conversation besides being a mascot for teams um, is really, really big. And I, this is just another reason why when people talk about GOAT when as it pertains to the NBA, I just lean more towards brawn. And because for me, GOAT just is just more than just stats and chips, it's impact. And Jordan had a tremendous impact. And there would be no Braun without Jordan. But there would have been no Jordan without Magic and Bird. and There wouldn't be no Magic and Bird without, I mean, you know, and so on and so on and so on. So what Braun has done with his platform, whether it's being a billionaire while still playing, while it's the social media stuff that he's doing in terms of social justice issues, or shining light to untold stories like Resball, that's just part of, to me, what makes him an important part of the GOAT conversation. And I'm so happy that someone is flashing more lights onto this besides just saying teams are renaming themselves.
3: I'll jump in and go big deal here also. This is a conversation we had earlier in the week about the marriage of LeBron James and his brand and the Lakers and their brand and how he still could do all the things he's currently doing, but being in L.A. and playing for the Lakers takes it up another notch when it comes to being a content producer. This is a story, Greg, that as you described it, I'm listening to it, and I'm going, see, I don't know anything about this. Like, this sounds interesting to me. And I like the description of, how did you put it? You said Hoosiers meets, which was the other movie?
5: Friday Night Lights.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that that automatically makes me interested. Okay, and then to think that, It's a basketball story that's untold that most of us don't know, and that's the passion that LeBron has to put those kinds of stories. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's a big deal.
0: Yeah, I agree. Big deal. Look, I think that he is capitalizing as he should, as everybody, not just players, people in general, if you've got uh, the ability to market yourself outside of your traditional workplace, go ahead and get that, man. Big deal. Next.
5: Cap OJ Simpson did an interview with the Athletic Forest. Okay, <laughs> he said some.
2: <laughs> we ain't doing that, man. Not on my last day. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Acting like Fair. everything's normal.
2: I ain't doing normal with him, man. No, no. You trying to get enough. everybody
0: fired? And- <laughs> on- I almost <laughs> cursed right there on Elsie's
2: last day. Yeah. Well, technically right. only two of us would get fired the other ones you know well, that's true
5: right exactly <laughs> uh well i yeah, I'd, I'd get fired trust me all right, all right true. so that's, that's true. yeah uh all right cap we'll do this one then the packers and aaron Rodgers are going to make this year work but next year if rogers wants out the packers have agreed to trade him at the end of the season is this a big deal or no deal
3: well it's a big deal in this regard there's nothing in writing it is a verbal, quote-unquote, handshake agreement. Hey, Aaron, if after this year you're still not happy, then we'll do right by you and we'll trade you. I mean, listen, there's no guarantees. There's nothing in writing here. It's, it's just a way of telling him, please, would you stop being such a pain in everybody's butt? Would you go concentrate on playing the game? Will you be as good as you can be? Will you please try and lead us to a Super Bowl? And you know what? When it's all over, depending on what happens this year, then we'll figure it out. So I could say no deal because it's not really a deal. But I'm going to say big deal because enough already with these guys. Play ball, dude.
0: I'm going to say big deal um, because it feels like the first time, if it does indeed happen that way, that a player in the NFL, and maybe I'm missing somebody, but a player of that caliber has won um, his own freedom to dictate where he wants to go. Uh, It's very rare if it has happened in that sport, and I, I think that if there's one thing that I think that NFL players are jealous of, for example, NBA players or Major League Baseball players, it's that. It's the ability to feel like they control the situation uh, as much as their colleagues in other sports do, which, to be honest, uh, without these particular guys, and if quarterback is the most important position in the sport uh, and maybe in sports, then they should have that kind of power. So I get why those guys would be a little jealous. So uh, big deal because of that, because it could lead to a football player actually getting his way in these situations, which is extremely rare.
2: It's a big deal because it calls into to affect the accountability of the Packers leadership and the franchise itself. Cap, you very eloquently um, embodied an old school mentality when it comes to the big sports in general and football in particular, which is just put your head down and play the game and blah, 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 blah. But you know what? It's his career. And he's agreed to be an employee of that particular team. And he's also entrusting that team to be a good shepherd of his career. Mm-hmm. And he is saying to them, and has been saying to them, you're not being a good shepherd of my career. So this notion of just suck it up and play ball, yeah, that's great for that 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010s, but it's a new day. and just as no one would have a problem going at aaron Rodgers if he played so partly we should have the same level of scrutiny from the front office that's supposed to be responsible for drafting and simulating talent around him so that they both can be successful because guess what When it gets down to Hall of Fame credentials, when it gets down to GOAT conversations, when it gets down to the barbershops conversations, no one's going to say, well, the front office didn't blah, 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 blah. No, it's going to be about whether you won or lost. And so for that aspect of the conversation, he's depending upon that front office to do right by his career, and they have not been doing that. So I've always been on the side of players in this space on the side of LeBron, KD, anyone else who felt as if the front office wasn't being a good steward of their career. I don't take the old school match, you know method of, of looking at it like you do, Cap. I'm a more of an empowered new school guy, which is, yeah, players need to show up and play their ass off. But you know what? That front office needs to be smarter than what it's been. I concur. However, don't you understand what I'm
3: saying, which is, Yeah, that's why I said it's old school. I understand exactly
2: what you're saying. I just think that what you're saying is antiquated based upon where we are today.
3: No, I think what I'm saying is, though, is that this is not really a deal. In other words, they're just saying to him, hey, look, when the season's over, we promise. But why would you ever trust those guys? I mean Aaron Rodgers hasn't been able to trust anybody at the Green Bay Packers. You realize that when Mike McCarthy was the coach and he fired their quarterback's coach without even conferring with him. No, I know
2: that that's my point. I need you to back up your point. I've made my point and you're supporting my Well, point. but I think your uh, <laughs> cap I think your
0: point was basically that, you know, just I you know, move on because this we don't know how this is going to end, basically. We well, assume we know how it's going to end, but we don't know how I'm it's going to I'm saying
3: there's no guarantee, and I'm saying what, right. the, what the organization is doing, LZ. I think we're on the same page here, believe it or not. What, what, the, what the organization is doing is they're trying to pacify him. They're trying to say, hey, Aaron, we'll get to you next year. But in the meantime, go out and play your ass off for us if you don't mind. And he's taken their word, or at least publicly taken their word. But why would he ever take their word? I mean, these guys have, have not been right to him for many years. And, you know, he can say, well, it's not really about them drafting Jordan Love. But the fact of the matter is, if they don't draft Jordan Love, a a future quarterback of that team, they put that draft choice into an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, someone that can help Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl. They didn't do that. He has no trust for that front office, and I don't know why he would trust this notion of, here's a handshake. We'll trade you after the season.
0: All right. All right. right. So we got uh, big deal, no deal, of course.
2: We're out of deals. Big, speaking of big <laughs> no deals. No more deals left.
0: I just want to make sure that if you're injured in an accident, you call is my there, friends. It's a Salmon, at the
2: end of the credits? No?
0: Sam and Ash Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000. All right, one last round of calls on LZ's last night. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ooh, I like this song. She had to Did pull curse? It down
2: because, you know, the, it, gets, it gets gully.
1: Yeah, there's no clean version, but y'all... There's no clean version of that song? (laughs) That's why
2: all of a sudden it was gone. I (laughs) I I I requested it, she was like, okay, but then I'm going to have to go...
1: (laughs) I did, I did say that. I was like, look, I looked, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, and it's all explicit. I mean, it's a good song, though, but we can't continue past that point.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, Let's go to the phones. We've got uh, about six, seven more minutes here. Before we're out for the weekend on LZ's last show, Louis in L.A. Louis,
6: hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey, uh, yeah, I just wanted to um, say goodbye to LZ. Um, just really appreciate all his work, and um, we're gonna miss him, you know. Uh, and I just wanted to call in and see if we could get a little bit of Mysterio before he leaves. Before he leaves, <laughs> a little bit uh, that was Mysterio. one of my. Yeah, that was one of my favorite um that he used to do.
2: <laughs> well if Laura can find the music before the heart out, I will give one okay, more there you go. appearance of Mysterio. There
6: you go. <laughs> Thank you. Uh also if we could um where could we find um Kaplan's, um football highlights? I'm a big like um, you know, like football fan and I like to see some of the college highlights.
0: Um Cap? Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, you know, man, um, let's see, this is in low definition off of VHS tapes, 90. you know, right. This is, this is the late eighties, but if you go onto YouTube and you, uh, and you search Scott Kaplan, I don't know, kicking pit football. I don't know. You'll find it. They're out there. I've seen them. Okay. For sure. LZ,
0: Thank you, boss. Uh, we'll miss you, man. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate you. Laura's got the song or the music or whatever. Go ahead. Oh, there we go. I remember this. Do you remember we got Woj to say he wanted to be invited to our Eyes Wide Shut party? <laughs> oh my God! Do you remember that, LZ?
2: LZ has left the
0: building. Oh, sorry, Mysterio. Do you remember that when Woj came to ESPN? Okay, like literally, he had been here like five minutes. He was in LA, and he came. <laughs> he came into the studio, and Raj and Chris got them to got him to record for us. That he wanted to be invited to our special party, is the way he called it.
2: Why do you find that to be so surprising?
0: I mean, listen. Everybody, you know, doing their thing.
2: Mysterio. Everybody wants to be in the land of milk and honey, my friend. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be bitter with vinegar. Mysterio asks you to just close your eyes and imagine yourself in a land... Where there are no rules, there are no barriers, there's no producer Greg. <laughs> there's only free-flowing love, free-flowing emotions.
0: That's all you got, Mysterio? Anything else? Do we have questions? Do you want to have audience questions for Mysterio? I'm for questions.
2: Mysterio oh, okay, okay. doesn't prompt himself.
0: Okay, okay. Well, let me see. Laura, let's go to Gelato Drew. I feel like Gelato Drew would ask Mysterio a question for sure. Oh,
6: man. It's the end of an era. We lost Keyshawn to the apple. There's no more solid gold. And now we're losing the one that ignites the passion in the loins of ESPN LA, Mysterio. (laughs) Mysterio, how do we find a way to support you and fulfill that passionate desire we have in the streets of Los Angeles. And when can we see you shirtless at an ATM?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Those are all very, very good questions. My friend drew of the gelato. I will say number one, before we stimulate the loins, we must first stimulate the mind. So always remember that before you have the rising below the equator, you must remember the sun first must rise above the equator. There you go. There you and number go. two, if you got an ATM card and you want to give your brother some money, I'll show up shirtless. Now,
3: you know, <laughs> yo, Mysterio, you know, what happened you know, there?
2: Venmo. Mysterio is still, you know, still from the hood. You know, you want some money? You know, I'm show up shirtless now.
1: He's like, I'm gonna show you some Mysterio.
2: You want some Mysterio? I'll give you some Mysterio, some disco, whatever, whatever. Oh, you need to get the cash? I will show up. All right, we got Aaron,
0: uh, who's calling away from Hawaii, uh, listening, uh, and wants to talk to Mysterio. Aaron,
6: yes. First Sedona leaves, then Keyshawn leaves. Elsie's leaving. Like, who am I supposed to wake up at? I didn't leave. I just went
0: to a different time slot. I'm right here. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Who am I supposed to wake? You're up You're saying from? I left the morning. I get it, but I'm here.
2: Well, listen, my friend, if you've taken the advice of Mysterio over the years seriously, you're already waking up to something nice.
0: Ooh, that sounds intriguing. Uh, let's go to Jason and Downey. I'm sure Jason would love to talk to Mysterio as well.
6: First and foremost, you will be missed, my friend. Good luck and Godspeed. But I just want to know if I see the the man the myth, the legend
5: Mysterio, at the Acapulco in Downey on Firestone Boulevard, what is he? What is the drink in his hand? Love y'all, Z. Have a great day.
2: Oh, my friend. Mysterio doesn't hold his own drinks. His subjects hold the club to his mouth, and he sips.
0: There you go. At Acapulco. At Acapulco. Uh, all right. Thank that you, Mysterio. Great. That was uh, LZ, we have about a minute here. I mean, you and I have talked about this a number of times. I know Scott gave you all the gifts. Uh, I didn't give you shh. Uh, but you know I got nothing but love for you. Uh, I, I remember the first day that we got together to work. Uh, Before we even did the show, you texted me from the U.S. Open, and we communicated and we talked. And, you know, you and I have been through a lot over five years. uh, And I feel like our relationship has become tremendous. Uh, We've grown to become really good friends. I told you earlier this morning, Kelly and I are very proud of everything you've done. Uh, Forget about sports, just what you do outside of sports, more importantly. Um, And in general, we will obviously, obviously always be proud of you moving forward, even more proud of you with all the stuff that you're taking on. Um, and, and here's the deal, man. You know you got the open invite. Like you call in whenever you want. You know what I mean? There's you know, Mysterio, LZ, whoever wants to call in, you know, can just call in.
2: I appreciate that, fellas. I appreciate all of you. Shout out to Raj. Shout out to Raj Rhodes, He was the first person who gave me an opportunity to come in on radio. Shout out to to Dan and and Scott for hiring me a guy who had never done radio full time before shout out to you george and Keyshawn, two guys who had done radio before and still embraced a newbie like myself and then most importantly shout out to the listeners because if you guys didn't accept me then i wouldn't be here all these years anyway so from the bottom of my heart i really appreciate all of you and i'm really grateful for my time at espn um I know that some people thought that my Instagram post was somewhat controversial, but if anybody who knows me know I'm going to keep it real through and through the goods and the bad. But overall, I'm very, very fortunate to have gotten to this point in my career. Very fortunate to spend so much time at ESPN. And I'm really grateful that I'm able to move on what I feel is on good terms and on my terms. Our show is doing fantastic. Um, Sports Nation did fantastic. I've won a whole bunch of awards during my time here, and I'm just changing vehicles, but I'm on the same journey. So if you guys like what I'm putting down, I'm still going to put it down. It's just going to be in a different way. Follow me on social media at LZ Granderson. You'll be able to keep up on what I'm doing, but also continue to listen to the station in general, but definitely SLK. Hopefully the L turns into Laura because she's outstanding. Um, And, you know, if you see me in Staples, The Bank, SoFi, or at Acapulco. Come up, say what's up. Um, but if I'm looking cockeyed or something, you know, just know that I'm probably high. <laughs>
3: all right. LZ, well Much said. Love, Excellent. LZ. Respect, LZ. Last Best time. Top.
1: Love you, uh, man.
0: This, yeah, we all love you. Excellent love you, as always, LZ Granderson. Uh, we will, uh, you know, we'll, this ain't goodbye. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see and, you later. Uh, yeah, yeah. See you later. And best of luck, write that novel, write the best novel, do the best documentary, and we'll all be able to be there to support you, okay? So take care.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you all. All right,
0: we are done here. We will talk to you on Monday. See you.